Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films, uh, well, TV this week in fact, but thank you as always for clicking on the podcast, it really is super appreciated. I am joined this evening once again, Mr Edward Joe Steele. How are you man? It's lovely to have you back on, I, I can't believe it in fairness, I was looking back to see how long I've been doing the podcast and it's been a year now, like I started it in May, you came on in June, so it's it's almost like this is doubling up now, it's like a bit of a year special, but what a better guest day to have on. Thank you very much. It's good to be back on Spotify again. It's <laughs> lovely to hear myself on Spotify. I'm paying to hear myself talk. I love it. <laughs> well, that's it. It's, it's one of those when you do listen back and you're like, oh, is that how I sound? And I have to deal with that regularly. <laughs> so, But last time that we were together, we did the best episodes of The Office, the US Office, that is. Had a great time with it. We're always, I'm always like saying to you, we should do something either Office related again or just something else or whatever um we've settled on a a rather yeah rather bit of a a, i could say a special one really because it's another tv related one and we're going to be diving into the world of friends um a tv show that i obviously i i love you love a lot of people love i I think it's it's hard to find people that don't like friends yes or at least someone our age that hasn't watched it at least yeah because because those dvd box sets are in every charity shop now you've got no excuse. If you want to watch Friends, there is a way to watch Friends, isn't there? There is, there is. And now it's on Netflix as well. That's the thing, isn't it? It's, is it? it's on Netflix. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So like like you said, you go into the lights of like CEX or whatever. There's yeah, there's always they're always there, aren't they? Whether it's the actual full box sets or like those individual four four episodes uh I discs. Need to get those on video. Yes, I, I that... need to get those on video. It's funny you mentioned that. What a waste of plastic! Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny you bring up the VHS because a lot of my experience, obviously, growing up was watching Friends on VHSs. Like I say, whether it was at my mum's or whether it was at my dad's, it was just always there, and it's always on, isn't it? It's one of those where I can chuck it on any any series, any like I say, where literally in the middle of a series, and and we're good to go. And I'm, and I'm sure that's the same for many many fans out there as well. Yeah, there's only one episode I can't watch now. It's one of the last uh, episodes, and it's where um, Monica's singing Delta Dawn. Doing it on karaoke, and the only reason why is because um, I remember that DVD was stuck in the DVD player, and it was the first episode of that disc. So if I had to watch any of the other episodes on that disc, I had to listen to Delta Dawn first. So for some reason, well, for that reason, I can't watch that episode anymore. I'm, I'm sick of seeing it. I fully understand. In fairness, if you if you're if you're stuck with watching that one all the time, then I guess you are going to get a little bit sick of it. I'm trying to work out if that's is that season nine or is that ten? I think it's is it nine? I think it's either nine or ten. I'm only judging that because I'm judging on the fact that Mike, you know, Paul Rudd's Mike is in that. Obviously, yeah. that that season. Ant-Man. So Ant Man, Ant Man, yeah, of course, Ant Man, yeah. crazy old world, isn't it? Yeah, um, so this yeah. episode, we are going to be going over the best minor characters in friends this was an idea that you came up with as well which i love this idea as well because there's so many great just either one-off characters or just a couple of characters over a couple of you know story arcs yeah. or whatever i'm glad we both clarified minor characters as in being in a short amount of episodes and not uh characters that have worked underground in the pit because there's not many of those minors is there in, <laughs> um, in friends it's nope. not really a coal mining uh, comedy is it i'm no. glad we settled straight away on short characters yeah <laughs> it's a great it was a great idea because like like i said there's so many so many greats that pop up just even if it's like you know you get celebrity cameos as well 
Um, so we, we've obviously gone away, picked out some of our favorite characters. We will obviously give honorable mentions as well to many of the others that, 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 that feature in friends. Um, but there's a few, I think that we both have agreed on are like pretty much like the best minor characters. Yeah. Um, yeah. before we do dive into it though, I'd love to know what your favorite friend series is. Oh, Joe. Oh, I'm not too sure. I think, I don't know because there's so many great moments from all the series. I'd, I'd like to say, I, I'm going to be honest, I think one is probably my least favourite. I think there's a lot of Americanisms and a lot of American references within the comedy. Do, do you know what I mean? Within the first series that I yeah. think are lost on me. Like, Cooley right. and the Blowfish weren't a massive thing over here. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, references like that were lost on me as a kid. But, like, as the series went on, I feel like they're a bit more, because they know it's worldwide, they've got a bit more of a worldwide appeal with some of their comedic references. Definitely. I love a lot of the earlier seasons still. Like I don't mind the later ones, but obviously the earlier, the earlier, the better for me. So I don't mind, I don't mind watching season one, but I know exactly what you mean in terms of Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad theory. I think it's fantastic. But I think with just some of the, the comedy, I think it's, there's a lot of American references, which when I was younger, just I were lost on me really, which so, is a shame. Yeah, I get you, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's a, that's your least favourite, but is there, maybe if you've not got a favourite, a particular one that you find yourself enjoying, because, I mean, it's, it's tough for me to, to, to say, because I, I love seasons one to six, like, unanimously. Like, I absolutely love those seasons. I think yeah. either three or four for me, season-wise, I think are my favourite. Like, I, I love, I really like season three. There's a, I think probably my favourite episode is in season three, which is the one with all the football um, I just think it's just um, a great. Yeah. Also, yeah. I love the one where where no one's ready when Ross has got the speech to do, and and it's all set in the apartment, and it's yeah. just. I think those kind of episodes. That's quite are, a episode exactly, as well, isn't yeah. It? They're the ones that when I watch any TV series, whatever you know, whatever it is, I always end up enjoying just the the one set. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't really venture too far out. It's just in one place, and it just shows you as well that it's the strength of the writing that's carrying it, not so yep. much the celebrity cameos, which were, you know, quite often in the later series. Yeah. Again, I'm, we're going to talk a lot about the celebrity cameos but I, uh, and the fantastic, but it just shows in the early series when they don't have as many cameos how, how strong the writing can be if you can just put it in one room and it's a great episode. Yeah, definitely. You still answer my question though, man. What's your favourite season? Come on, if you had to pick one to take on a desert island, come on. I can't decide. I'm going to stick down the middle. Five. Five. I five? Yeah. I love five, Anything. but it's all that, you know, Ross's wet. Uh, no. Yeah, sorry, Ross, Ross meets Emily in, in five, and that's just. I think I think we can both agree that Emily is a character we can all forget. Thank goodness. I don't think we've mentioned Emily. No, no, not as minor character. And plus, she's she's in quite a few episodes anyway. She's not in. She's not. She's not minor enough. She was in like I think like thirteen, fourteen episodes. Maybe even maybe maybe definitely in double digits. Anyways, I feel I could oh be wrong goodness. though because I was staggered because I was looking at some of the characters that that have featured or some you know prominent characters such as you know Jack and Jack and Judy Geller and like yeah. you think that they're going to be in like a ton of episodes, but they were only in like twenty one episodes of Friends. It is a thing. Do we count episodes where they're mentioned? So the characters are mentioned, but not in it. Mm, I'll we'll see. I mean, if it works, absolutely. But it, I think. Oh no, no, no! I just say because uh, one of the characters that we are going to talk about is is mentioned on an un like uh, a scene that wasn't used oh. in another episode. So he would have been mentioned outside of this, but he he wasn't. 
I've, I've been deep diving into the trivia of all of these. Oh, mate, I'm so excited. I've been looking up, like, I've been rewatching clips and such, obviously, of, uh, of these characters that I've picked because... I've picked five characters, listeners. Uh, how many of you? Caught? Is it is it three or four? I've got three. Yeah, yeah. Three. Yeah, sweet. And and in fairness, like I, the ones that you've mentioned to me that you you're going to talk about, I'm I'm excited because yeah, the, the, it's just one of those like there's so many characters in Friends to love. So we're gonna we're gonna take a take a dive into this. But before we do, obviously the podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts as to rss.com. Jump onto Facebook and give us a like by searching Joe Blogs About Films. That would be really appreciated as well. You can hit notification on Spotify, etc. And, uh, yeah, keep up to date with the podcast. But here we are on this special episode featuring Edward Joe Steele. Can't wait for it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to this. Diving into the best minor characters of Friends. Um, I'll let you go first, being the guest, mate. Well, do I want to start off with something? I want to start on one that we're both going to agree on. And let, let's, we know who we're talking about, don't we? I've wrote a quiz about it. Let's start on Eddie, the roommate who, well, he stuck around for a very long time, didn't he? Yeah, was it three Was it three episodes was it he was in? Yeah. The thing is with those three episodes, um, they're, they're like, whenever whenever it comes on in season two, they're, they're probably my, like one of my favourite stories of like Joey, you know, earning enough money to move out, get his own place, and then obviously kind of unsure about the decision that he's made and Chandler's already then... Got a rebound roommate, as they as they say, kind of thing in the show. Oh, and yes, yes, yes. It just it all goes from there. It's it. He is uh, he is certainly something. Um, did you realize, well, just quickly on a bit of a side tangent about Eddie, that I believe the actor popped up in Joey. You know the spinoff. Oh really? I not I the same, not, not the same character, but he. I'm sure he does pop up in Joey. I'm almost certain that I flicked it on once. Uh, back when it was when it was on, obviously it didn't last very long. But I was like, I said it. What's he? What's he doing in this? Go on. I'm gonna. I, I, we'll keep chatting. I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a look at some more Eddie appearances. Eddie appearances. Um, I just love that 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 balance and that shift of obviously of of Chandler having a best mate living with him to then going with this guy that obviously seems like it it, it could work. It seems, like I say, it seems like a straight up straight up guy. And then it just kind of takes a, a definite turn once his uh, once his ex is it girlfriend turns up. Or that's they tell that story yeah, about how yeah. she reached into his uh, like heart, like pulled out his heart and like smeared it all over the. World. <laughs> <laughs> it just takes a dive from there, doesn't it? He is called the actor is called Adam Goldberg, uh, who played Eddie. And let's see if he, I, I hope he is. Wouldn't that be just beautiful if he was? I feel I genuinely in, do. Oh my goodness, he was nine episodes in Joey. Really? That many? Bloody mm. hell. Oh man. But no, he's uh it's his ex-girlfriend Tilly pops around, isn't it? And one of my like I said, my one of my favourite sequences is when he's accusing Chandler of like sleeping with her. And then yeah. and then he's like, Where's my where's my fish? Where's Buddy? And it's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> he's yeah. like, You killed my fish, my buddy. It's just it, I just enjoy them two bouncing, especially the uh, that moment again of uh when he's watching Chandler sleep and stuff like that, it's just, it's just great. Yeah. I like it when they talk about coming back from the casino. <laughs> it's crazy. As, as a, you know, we're both actors. We, we would love to be in anything like this. And I tell you now, if you got given a role like this, you'd try and make the most out of it. You can tell this actor has just completely made this tiny character his own. So memorable as well, isn't it? The delivery the, the mannerisms, everything about uh, the actor in the scene is just, just perfect for the character. He's, he's the nightmare 
roommate to be with, isn't it? Yeah, Hannibal Lecter, better roommate than you. Although he does make good eggs, doesn't he? He does make good eggs, he does make good eggs. Eggs uh, eggs a la Eddie, was it, sorry? Yes, it was. Joe, I I, I made a too tough Eddie quiz. Okay. There's three questions, but I actually think think you're going to get the correct answers. Oh, well, that, now you're putting kiss of death on it, mate. We'll see, we'll see. So, so we'll see. Can you get three, two, or, you know, one, or maybe none, okay? And listeners, obviously, play along as well. See how many you get out of this quiz. Question one. Where did Chandler and Eddie meet? Was oh, it God. down the bar drinking mojitos? Was it at the supermarket in the ethnic food section? Or was it at the park whilst playing frisbee? Uh, it was definitely at the supermarket in the ethnic food section. Yeah, yeah, it was. Can you remember the food item? I absolutely, no, I can't. I genuinely I think, can't. I think it was a salami. Salami, right, okay. I fair. think it was a salami. But don't quote me on that, I don't know. Question two, what TV show does Eddie describe as just pretty people running around? Baywatch. It? It's Baywatch. Oh, you don't need it, do you? you don't need you don't that. Need it. It's Baywatch. Baywatch, though, of course, which uh, we know yeah, that Chandler and Joey love that show, and it's it's one of those moments again where I think I think Chandler starts to realise that this isn't gonna this isn't gonna work because he doesn't want to doesn't want to watch the TV obviously with him doesn't want to play like foosball he's not interested in foosball and he just likes to spend a lot of time in his room and that's just not that's just not how Chandler is, man. No, of course, and this like I said, this was I think one of the turning points, weren't it? Uh, and question three, you've already touched on this, but can you remember who said it? Uh, which character says that Eddie will never last? He's just a rebound roommate. Who says that? Is it Monica, Phoebe or Rachel? Okay. I'm certain it's Rachel. It's Rachel. Yeah. Brilliant. That's the Amazing. Super fan. Woof, there we go. Thank God for that. I was like... Really put me in my toes there because that one was the tricky one because I know that I know that I think Phoebe's in on the conversation as well at that point and I'm like trying to work yeah. out I'm trying to read it like go through the scene in my head so uh, listeners I hope you see how many you got out of those three questions as well but Eddie it, it easily like I say is my favorite and like the whole thing as well when when Chandler like is expecting him to uh, to have gone when he gets home and he's like just comes up from behind the uh, the kitchen yeah, sides the yeah yeah. 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 And he's there and he's like, oh, when he says he's got the fish and it's, uh, it's just, well, that's just a graham cracker. There's <laughs> <laughs> so many random moments that just, you know, make you wish, you know, thank goodness he's not our roommate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just, every, that, 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 like I said, those, that three story arc of the one where Dr. Drake Ramore dies and Eddie moves in and Eddie won't leave, is it called or whatever it is, which, whichever, something along those yeah. lines. There is some of my like my favorite one of my favorite story arcs. The other favorite story arc that I do have is another character that we will um, that we we can actually we can come to next actually because we we will yeah, obviously yeah. so my character that I'm going to go for which follows on very nicely in terms of favorite um, favorite storylines and and I say it's another three story arc is Paul Stevenson played by the fantastic Bruce Willis Elizabeth's father in yeah. season six I think this one is as, as again a very very great season that I do really really like. And I don't know if you knew this, uh, and I'm certain, again, this is a fact that I'm not making up, but Bruce Willis agreed to being friends unpaid. because oh, wow. Because he did a film with, Ch- with Chandler, well, he did, but with Matthew Perry. Um, you may have seen it. It's called The Whole Nine Yards. Uh, um, very good yeah, film. Yeah. Very, very fun film. And I think they had a bet when they were on set once, uh, and, and Bruce Willis said if he'd lose the bet... He'd come on and do Friends completely free, and he and true to his word, he did. 
That's incredible. That reminds me, actually, Joe, how many films were the cast of Friends in? This is obviously not for now, it's for another time. But how many films were the cast of Friends in whilst they were still doing Friends? I'd be interested to rank those. You know, maybe Lost in Space. Where would that oh, go? Oh, Lost yeah. in Space, mate. Because the ones that jump out to me, like I say, Lost in Space with Matt LeBlanc. And also, I I, I really want to say that Courtney Cox was in Scream while she was doing Friends, because that was 90s. Yes. Um, the other one that jumps out, obviously, aside from Whole Nine Yards with uh, Matthew Perry, and is a film entitled Fool's Rush In. I don't know if you've seen Ooh. that. Who is that with? Oh, I'm not sure. It's it's a rom com, so it's it's a, a female lead as well. And I absolutely the name. I can't. I can picture the face, but I cannot think of the name. I. It was again. It's one of those that my dad had on VHS, and oh, maybe it was on DVD actually back then. I don't know, but I'm certain. Yeah. Nice. It was just interesting isn't it, to see what else yeah. they did. Bruce Willis. Um, what a character, of oh, course, because it's a real arc, isn't it? From a very yeah. Um, very stern father, stern, protective father. I was going to, to say be... the exact, yeah, very protective over his daughter and the idea of this, of his daughter dating a guy that's obviously not only a teacher at, at, at uni, is it, or whatever, university? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, the age gap is massive as well. It's one of those storylines, yeah. I'm like, Ross, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that that introduction, obviously, of... of meeting uh you know bruce willis entering and ross is completely nervous and the the thing of uh him being like i usually prefer it where Liz's boyfriend to call me uh, mr stevenson or whatever it is and then it's like i'm gonna give you a chance or whatever and he's like you got you got one minute go and he's like 54 seconds or whatever because it's not any worse could it <laughs> yeah and then he's there and he's like a joke a joke and he's like an englishman irishman i'm irish and the irishman wins the joke <laughs> 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 it's just it's just that that cringe humor that you don't really get much in friends you know what i mean it's all laugh out loud this is really like want to curl up in a ball i'm like oh this is bad man but, but ross is definitely the character who can carry that type of cringe humor yeah because it's happened a few times with with ross's character especially when uh ross is fine i think that's a great example of ross yeah. carrying cringe humor very well i think his character and and him as a performer can definitely do that i don't think um, you know, I, I, I can't imagine Joey or Monica carrying that the same way. You know, like if it was like a cringe altercation with those two, I don't think it'd work the same, would it? No, definitely not. No, I think that so much happens with Ross's character as well. And like he goes through so many, like I said, bizarre circumstances or situations that, yeah, he, he is, they say, the, the one that gets these these cringy to air quote uh, storylines. And not in cringy in a way of like, oh, this is terrible but like you're just like oh this is this is too tough to watch at times but he always finds himself in these situations so like for example where he's wearing the leather trousers and he gets stuck in the bathroom with the white teeth he's he's made his teeth too white and then obviously getting stuck in the bedroom of uh bruce willis's character and this is one of the only times i think where uh, Ross has got himself in some of these like toe curling moments, yeah. which actually paid off for him to have been in that situation, and he's managed to get some sort of leverage from it, hasn't it? Yeah, the the, the build up as well to him hiding in that in uh, in Liz, in um, Paul Stevenson's bedroom is uh, it's just great when obviously he's like either behind a door in that moment when he like kind of slides down like a bit of a snake and then just falls down and goes under the bed. It's just like yeah. I said that whole like 
um, big acting almost of like over overacting, I should say that 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 really that steals the scene a little bit. And on top of that, you know, you get to see uh, Bruce Willis doing the Love Machine sequence, which is just absolutely it's, it's just it's hilarious, but, but completely believable as well that yeah. someone of his you know his authority that maybe behind closed doors you know has these slight insecurities and has to build himself up to be this kind of macho man. Yeah. And and you know, singing the love love machines, yeah, <laughs> just a love machine itself. It's it's absolutely fantastic. And then when Ross finally confronts him and says, Well, I too am a neat, neat guy. guy. <laughs> it's one of those beautiful moments. But then you'd think maybe with the um celebrity appearance that would stop, you know, maybe Bruce Willis would be out of it. The joke's over, you know, we've finally got that that moment where Ross has finally got the better of him. And then he goes on a com- completely different turn, doesn't he, Bruce yeah. Willis's character, to how he is with Rachel. Yeah, well, this is it, because we do get to see that kind of, um, uh, I would say, fragile. In, in a, I think it, there's a lot of lot of uh, trauma in, in Bruce Willis's character as well, which I think, yeah. obviously, it comes out, obviously, about his, his, his youth growing up, whatever, the whole chicken thing or whatever with, with Rachel, which, again, is... Which is good. I, I think that it's nice that we get to see so many different layers to this character. Because I think as well for me with Bruce Willis, and this is that Bruce Willis was like pretty massive as it is at this point, wasn't it? Let's be honest. He'd yeah. done so many films. And so he didn't, he didn't necessarily have to do Friends. I think it's great that he did. But like, you can tell again, another actor that's gone straight into this with, you know, grabbed it with both hands and gone, I am going to do my absolute best with this character. And that's why for me, I'm like, he's such a great addition and such a great minor character. And it just shows the strength of the show as well, where actors will do it unpaid or, you know, will want to get these roles and make the most out of it. Because, you know, it's, it's the love for the show, isn't it? I yeah. think even by five or six, series five or six as a young a youngster, even I knew it was a massive show, you know, something really important. You know, Friends was just massive, wasn't it? Yeah, huge. Absolutely it's something huge. that has got massive since it's finished. It's always been that level hasn't it it's crazy yeah and and this is the thing you get to re-watch and enjoy it all over again like it, many it'll always be there won't it it'll, it'll never ever yeah. fall out of fashion should we say and then there's youtube so yeah. you know if there's any other bits there's youtube on that isn't there <laughs> there is but Ooh. that's my uh that's so we've had eddie paul they're my they're, obviously paul was uh, eddie was a, a mutual agreement because we i think eddie was one of the first ones we went to wasn't it when we were talking about minor characters we were both just like mm. oh my god we get to talk about eddie this is great I would like to mention. Um, let me let me get it uh, on the computer a second. It's uh, what's he called? Tommy. It's the character played by. Oh my goodness, Ben Stiller. Great. This is ben Stiller, isn't it? it is. Wow. It is another another great celebrity cameo as well. Just it's just a one off as well. It's just one episode, isn't it? That he's in. But it, but he's he's this guy that has such a temper doesn't he yeah. he's the episode is um something like uh, the one with the screamer isn't it yeah that's it's right yeah yeah based on him because he's got such a temper behind closed doors yeah and then when ross tries to provoke him and you know get a little bit of anger out of him he's, he's really kind of polite about him whoa i just nearly spilled this hard coffee on you tommy yeah but you didn't i know but it's hot <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just 
again, it's another it's another character that that Ross has a good back and forth with, and the fact again that nobody believes him when he's saying that this guy's genuinely off his rocker a little bit, like he just blows blows up at any yeah. minute, like, um, and that again the the storyline with because it's all to do with they're they're going to Joey's play, aren't they, and and to watch the. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I wish I knew what it was. Uh, oh, it's called Boxing Day, I think, the play, isn't it? Boxing Day. I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. I remember that because of the uh, of the director um, when he's like, Boxing Day. Um, but that, that again, I love this episode. And then obviously we're bringing Ben Stiller and Again, it's just just a great, great little character. It is. I, I like the bit where he's shouting at the ducks towards the end of the episode and then Chandler just catches him and says, step away from the Duck. <laughs> Lovely moments, and then he, he gets caught up, and he goes, "Well, I guess we're not going out anymore, man." <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. It's it's, it's nice because I'm trying to think of any other, you know, like one-off celebrity appearance. Obviously, you know, you've got your likes of like, you know, special men. I get we're going to go through some of the characters as well, but like you get your Brad Pitt and stuff later on in the season. Who just, just one thing, Joe? Before I, I've read this earlier, and I thought it was quite interesting. So you know the Ben Stiller episode? Yes. It's the only episode where Monica, Rachel, Ross and Chandler meet Estelle in person. Is this the character by any chance that you you were talking about where they're mentioned a lot or is that someone else? No, 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 this is, this is someone else. But like, um, it's just crazy that Monica, Rachel, Ross and Chandler only meet her in this episode and Phoebe has never met her. Yeah. In, in in the episodes. Obviously, she might have done outside of the episodes, you know, within the timeline of, of Friends. But Phoebe's never filmed um, meeting Estelle. But Phoebe's the one that makes the Estelle um, impression. I was going to say, I was literally just thinking that my, the clock, I yeah. don't know if you could see the, the, like, the cogs in my head yeah, return. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. but she does an impression of Estelle. Like, she pretends yeah. to be like in the later seasons. Yeah. So wow. she must have met it somewhere yeah, along the line. Yeah, off, off screen, potentially. Yeah. And that's another, yeah. sorry, I mean, we're, we're mentioning so many, like, minor, but Estelle is another one that is Estelle's brilliant. Did you know as well that um, the actress who plays Estelle pops up in Friends before she's actually Estelle? She's the... <laughs> no, I didn't know that. She's one of the uh, nurses at the hospital when Carol's giving birth to Ben. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Did she play completely differently? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 just it's got the same kind of not as I think same similar voice, but not not anywhere near what she's doing going for with Estelle. But I always see, I'm like, there she is, there's another one. So, listeners, if you've not noticed that before, go check out that episode because she is she's there. Joe, you were mentioning we're going to reel off some smaller characters now. Yeah, let's let's go through and go over. I mean, one of the uh, I'm going to mention him because I really don't like this character, and I feel like I need to get this out early. But um, he's he is in more than about he's in more than four or five. I think he's in about seven episodes. Uh, Tag really don't like him. I think Tag is good to show show the difference between because sometimes when you look at people in their twenties, you just automatically assume they're carefree type of thing. But there's a massive difference between early twenties. And late twenties, and when Rachel's reaching that milestone where she wants to, you know, have a serious life, mm. and then she sees Tag, you know, racing past on the scooter. <laughs> you know, it, it's a really funny moment that I think a lot of people can uh, relate to. Can yeah, because definitely. Yeah. To, you know, actually, we need to grow up now. You know, I can't, yeah. we can't just be running around our entire lives. And I think Tag's a good character to to help Rachel move forward like that. 
Mm. I think you, you raise a very, very good point about the whole um, almost like self-reflection and almost like like we do, we, we go through those stages in life where we assess things and try and work out, make a plan or whatever and, and this, that and the other. And I think that's the beauty of Friends as well, because although some of the storylines can be a little bit over the top and stuff and can be, you know, unbelievable to an extent, they do try to home in on that real life-ness, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Especially with the cost of living now, and you think, goodness, how can they afford that? In New yeah, York? I don't uh, know if you've. Uh... An actor's wage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've seen like the whole someone someone worked out how much it it would have cost for them to to live there or whatever, and it's just staggering. Like you said, how how did Joey live? I mean, I know that Chandler paved the way, but he must have been on a he must be minted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, just a quick mention that, like I said, I, I think season seven when Tag is in is, is one of my least favorite seasons. Not just because of Tag, but because the, for some of the things as well. But I, I, I don't mind season seven, but Tag is uh, is probably he's up there with like uh, the Emily character. Oh no, he's nowhere near Emily. <laughs> I just yeah, I, it, I mean we could mention we could mention it while we're at it, but um, the only. The only upside I would say to Emily and Friends um, is that we've got Jennifer Saunders playing a mum. Yes. And she was a great, great addition to Again, you know, bringing Friends over to the to the UK, to London, was such a great idea, such a smart move as well for obviously like the UK fans as, and such. Um, but Jennifer Saunders, man, like every scene she's in when she's involved in Friends, I think is really, really laugh out loud. Like she is brilliant. Mm. Yeah, she's great, yeah. Oh, yes, I think... there you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I don't fully believe with, with how much planning a wedding takes that you can just have it in a demo- uh, demolished church. But, uh, Joe, can we mention can we mention a, a, a character that cheers us up? Yeah, uh, of course. Get away from the Tag and Emily situation. Mor- the morning is here guy, for me. Oh, my God, what a character, yeah. yeah. Yeah, only in it for one episode, but you know what? It's just beautiful. Morning is here. Oh, and he's just there with that beautiful interaction with Joey. I love it. I love yeah. these, like, small characters. I, lo- I love the ones where you just... You, you, the actors have just gone, right, I've got three lines here. Let's make this work. A bit like when uh, Ross goes to the costume store and the first thing the guy says is, are you here to return those pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know... That's such a great line. Yeah. It's, I don't it, even know anything about you. I just know that that's a funny line. Oh, man, I forgot about the morning is here, guy. What? A, again, I like that, you know, starting off with Rachel hating this guy and obviously hating the apartment they're living in because this is the time when they're still living at Joey yeah. and Chandler's. To then yeah. by the end, obviously, when they've all swapped over again and, oh, Joey's face when he's like so just like so ecstatic to be able to. And then and then the end when he's like, I'll see you in the morning. Okay. And he just, that's it. And it's just great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's um, a great, that's a great shout, man. That's a great shout. I forgot about that chat. And the, the only other small character that I would like to talk about is the director, oh, which man. I know that's, that's a weird one to say because there's a few directors in it. But the director, when Joey's in the play, uh, I forgot the player's name. It, it might be boxing. Yes, I'm sure it is boxing. I'm sure it is. He, he has a slight romantic connection with the main actress, who is in fact uh, dating the director. Yeah. And some of his, uh, you know, catchphrases is the typical pretentious director, isn't it? Oh, peel the onion, peel the onion. You've ruined my life. 
stuff your mouth with my mother's crab cakes. You know, it's just a great, great act, uh, great character played by someone who's just taken the role, taken the words, and just ran with them. Is there is like you guys make me fly hi like it's just great and this thing as well because i again that that whole storyline of joey doing this play and the beauty of that as well obviously you've got this crazy this crazy director and and joey's falling for uh she's called kate isn't she the 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 actress she's actually portrayed i've just googled it because uh the the actress was in one of the saw films (laughs) there you go i know she was in she was in two of the saw films uh dina mayer um and yeah, I, I I like that. I, I like the fact that said that we don't really see much of the play, and it gets all these terrible reviews. Obviously, Joey doesn't get the worst of the reviews or whatever it says. But then when you see it, and it ends with him being like, "I'm going to get on this spaceship," and the ladder comes down, it's yeah, just it's absolutely great. Oh. Moment between them both on stage, and it's just completely ruined by, you know, the ladder coming down. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But no, the director is uh, he's just a. Uh, yeah, really, really uh, wacky character, isn't it, to say the least? Yes. Have you got any uh, other smaller characters you want to... Yeah, I'm going to go uh, for uh, Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby, a character that... Um, I think he's uh, he was only in about two episodes, I want to say, I think he was. Yeah, not even that. Two or three episodes, really not that much. Yeah, and again, another great episode in... Yeah, it is two. I'm just looking at, the, uh, just looking at his list now. And it's the, the the one in particular that I really really enjoy is the um, uh, I, I don't know which one it is. It's either the one it's basically the one where they think he's got a drinking problem, and then Monica mm. gets him to to stop, and he turns into a ridiculously dull Bobby. Well, as well when he when he is fun and he picks up Joey, yeah, just to cheer him up. You think, oh, you know, would you? Would, I think we all want to be picked up by uh, from Bobby, don't we? Just to just be cheered up. I think if I'm right, I think. It's the it's the one with Russ, you know, when Rachel starts dating essentially Ross, yeah. but Russ. Yeah. Sure it's that episode that Monica uh, asks him to 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 call it on the drinking front, and like that moment when they're when uh, they're going, oh god, we got through a lot of we got through a lot of wine tonight, guys. Well, I only had one glass too, and he's like, so what? That's two or three bottles. We managed to go through like six or so it is, and then like they all look yeah. at the door, and it's Joey's the last person to like realize, like, oh whoa, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's just great and. That moment as well when she's trying to talk to him about it and he's like, you know, I've always got excuses for for drinking, like, oh, whatever. And he's like, hey, come on, it's flag day. <laughs> like, yeah. he's just, uh, I just, I, I like this, uh, that that transition and, and that art because they, he pops, I think he popped up briefly in in, in one of the episodes before when, when Monica, they're like on and off kind of thing. And then, yeah. one, you know, it, it was, it's again, just a memorable storyline that I said, that, that bit of, uh, of him, uh, you know, even with his knocking, and they're like, my God, even his knock is boring. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a nice little uh, minor character only in two episodes that I think is a, a great addition. And as well, when I rewatched it back when I must have been about mid 2000s, I realized that at, uh, at the time I was watching this uh, series on Nickelodeon called The Complete Savages, mm. and it was like a live action comedy on Nickelodeon, and Fun Bobby's in that. He's oh, like a main character. It's not fun, Bobby, but he, he yeah. plays like a very loose, wild, like cool uncle type of character. Uh, that's, he's, he's good in that. But I was, I was, when I think of the actor who plays a fun Bobby, I always think of that series on Nickelodeon and then go back to fun Bobby. I think, oh, wow, he was fun Bobby as well, you know. Yeah. Which is bizarre. 
I don't know anyone who knows that really obscure series on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I didn't. I should have pre-warned listeners as well at the start that there would this could be it was potentially going to turn out that we would just be quoting it endlessly, friends. And I think we've we've done that. So yeah, sorry, listeners. If you're if you're not if you're not appreciating these quotes, then apologies. But I would be very interested to hear people that um, aren't interested in in friends and why you know because because we've bigged it up so much. But there are people out there. There must be. Someone is, that, yeah. that, that why don't you like it? <laughs> yeah, why don't you? But everyone's entitled to their opinion. I, I I think I've seen a few people tweet about it before that they just don't find it very funny or whatever, or they just I think you I think it depends how old you were when you watched it. But then again, I don't know because my fiance like she only caught it once it went on Netflix, which I think was like twenty nineteen. She'd seen bits and bobs of the, the show over the over its over its run and such and when it was on re- repeats and stuff like that. But you know, like she binged, binged it all when it went on to uh, when it went on to Netflix, and then uh, now again she's just like a diehard fan. So I feel like maybe that maybe saying it depends what age you do you know when you watch it is is not really not really right, not really relevant. So I guess it's just it's just people's taste, isn't it? I guess we're friends. Of course, and I can understand maybe people a lot younger than us watching it for the first time. And you know, comedy changes, doesn't it, over time? You know, there'll yeah. be stuff that we produce now that in twenty years time you go oh. I do, that doesn't age well, you know what I mean? So I can understand yeah. people having that view on Friends, but for me, it's, you know, mostly timeless. Mostly. There are some yeah. bits that are a bit... Yeah, no, don't yeah. get me wrong. There are there are a few storylines in there that have aged terribly. Um, yeah. Absolutely terribly. So, um, yeah, I guess, that, again, each, each their own. But again, I do apologise, listeners, for the uh, the excessive quotes, but I hope you're enjoying it all the same. Let's follow Fun Bobby with them with some more, like, kind of spit-firing of, of characters. Um... Speaking I do about- think it's very interesting how the um, so the relationship Phoebe has with that cop. I forgot his yeah. name. What's he called? Is it Gary? You know the one I'm on about, don't you? They completely kill him off when he shoots a bird. Like they yeah. have this beautiful romance, and then she goes, "Oh, oh no." <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, it was it was Gary, and he was only in four episodes as well. So that's a great uh, little. Uh, Little side character. He's quite, a, he's, he's quite a charming guy who has quite a lot of authority as well. But his character's completely shut off, isn't it? After that, after that episode where he shoots a bird. That's it. Yeah, we'd never see him. We don't even get to see the breakup or anything. It's just like that happens. Phoebe's like, oh no, and then then she just like, sit the done. Uh, and this is on the back of him like wanting them to move in together as well, isn't it? And he's like really good yeah. for it, really pushing for it. Um, I think that my favorite like Gary moment um is the ride-along episode with joey chandler and ross when he takes one oh, ride along yeah yeah where where ross thinks he's being shot at yeah and it was a car backfiring <laughs> and it turns out joey wasn't really protecting ross he was just protecting his sandwich his sandwich which is classic and that and that's the other thing as well when like he gets in with the sandwich and gary's like oh yeah like is that has that got like meatballs on it all the sauce like yeah you can't eat that in this car by the way <laughs> like it's just uh, a, a great little one-off character you say and and Four episodes and out, man. Who else is there that's like love interest? Obviously, we've spoke about plays and and acts and performances and such within Friends. There's Kathy, obviously, that's uh, the love interest for Joey. Then obviously the crossover with Chandler and that whole yeah, the one that almost well. divides them up. But then it just shows how sorry Chandler is when he's inside the box, and he could he could say goodbye to Kathy, but he. His little finger out. With his little finger, yeah, very. I sweet think. Mode. I think as well, it shows you the 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 strength and the bond that Joey and Chandler have. That you know, like nothing can, nothing can separate them. Nothing can ever really break them as 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 friends. You know, what I mean, even though this 
this particular moment, I think it was make or break for them. You know what I mean? Like, because that's that's something that's really, you know, if they, if if they went down that route of of them not being friends anymore or whatever, then you'd understand, obviously, because it is a line, as Joey said, that's been crossed. He's so far over the line. The line is a dot <laughs> to Chandler. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it is a a pivotal moment in their friendship. But still, um, I did enjoy Kathy when she was part of it. Like again, that whole, you know, the the thing that of Chandler having these feelings for her, going out of his way to get, you know, the uh, Velveteen Rabbit book and stuff like that and really, yeah. you know, really, really into her um, and just not being able to. But, like, it's, it's so funny because it's like what Ross says to, to Chandler when he's like, well, if you'd have, I feel like if you'd have spoke to Joey, he'd have probably, like, he'd, he'd have probably just stepped aside and it's like, yeah. he probably would have done. Joe, just just as we're, you know, coming to the end of, of, of small characters and stuff, I want, you know, your opinion. What do you think makes the best... Small character, small cameo role. What do you think makes it? Is it good story? Is it good performance? For me, it's a character that helps the main cast flourish as well. So, like, yeah. Eddie worked well because of the reactions of the big cast around him. Yeah. You know, Bruce Willis works so well because Ross has this crazy relationship with him. Like, these characters work so well because they're involved with the characters we know and love. Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with the the, the um, comment about they help the main cast, you know, flourish as well. You know, I think that obviously a good storyline doesn't go amiss. You know, what I mean, with with the characters, whether it's for one episode, whether it's for it just needs to be like I say memorable like i'm not even bothered if it is like a, a celebrity one-off or anything like it, it can just be whoever like you said there's we've listed off a number of great minor characters that um that aren't slept well they are slept but not like big name celebrities i should say yeah. the storyline obviously is pretty important for it, for it for it to work but like you've said it's those ones that just kind of help the main cast along as well i think and you think um, that's why maybe as a rule well not as a rule but like why emily isn't isn't liked as much because she's almost divisive to the group isn't she especially yeah. when she's ross the ultimatum of you know we need to start a fresh type of thing you think oh no the the gang are gonna break up so maybe we as a rule we don't like the character of emily because it's, it seems like a break, doesn't it? It seems like there's something divisive about what she's doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It probably will just be that, really, um, with with the Emily situation of of like I said, that the, the ultimatums and such, and just maybe people don't like her as a character. Not that, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's not the story's terrible. I think that it's a it's an interesting one of, of of Ross going through that whole divorce and breakup again with another relationship that he's, that he's, that he's had. Um, I think it is just more so that people just don't like the character more than anything. But, but then if we put that in comparison to Kathy, Kathy kind of unites, you know, Joey and Chandler, doesn't she? In yeah. the end, because of it, because of her character and, and how it, you know, it, help, it helps the friendship in a way, you know, because in the end you feel like maybe Joey and Chandler are stronger than they've ever been because, you know, Chandler's trying to prove his friendship in the end, isn't it? That's so it. Kathy aids that kind of, friendship to to flourish even though at first you know it is a bit of a, a divisive part isn't it it is i think as well it, it kind of shows um especially with how that relationship goes with him and chandler uh, with her and chandler sorry that there's still levels of insecurity in that relationship and that could be down to the fact of how it started as he says obviously when they have that argument or whatever but i think it's that thing again of just these characters our 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 you know protagonists they are 
still learning as well. They're still growing up. They're still learning. They're still yeah. dealing with things, you know, in ways that they will, you know, ultimately look back on. I think I probably dealt with that differently. Um, speaking of characters that help the other, the main cast, like I said, flourish and bounce off. I re- I want to mention uh, Amy, Rachel's sister. Um, oh yeah, the favorite sister to Aircraft, I should say, portrayed by Christina Applegate. Again, only in two episodes. Both are absolutely excellent as well. Um, obviously, the one with Rachel's other sister and the one where Rachel's sister babysits. Two yeah. very good episodes. Like her introduction when she comes in and she's like, obviously, like, she's favorite sister, and they're both like Ross and Rachel, like Jill. <laughs> and then they open it and it's and it's Amy and that that whole sequence where she's talking to Ross about like. Oh, you're so much cuter than the the geeky guy that she used to date. Is like that was me. It's like no, it's this yeah, creepy yeah, guy yeah. from high school with his huge crushness. Yeah, that was me. It's like no, he was friends. He was brothers to your fat friend Amy. I'm gonna save you a lot of time. All me. <laughs> like yeah. it's just she's just a great. Like I said, she's that spoiled. She's like she's basically the, the 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 Rachel that we met in season one, but on a far far grander scale. You know, spoiled rotten. But then the arc with her is that she finally decides a career, doesn't she? At the end. Yeah, well, and the career is baby stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a thing. <laughs> oh God, is I, am I right in saying that Amy is the one who keeps mixing up Ross with the falafel guy? Yes, yes. No more falafel for you. I just thought I touched upon because I thought she was great. I thought really, really great. And and yeah, in really fairness, like great, Reese yeah. Witherspoon as well when she when she comes into it as 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 who does which sister does she play? Is she, she played Jill? Maybe. I can't remember. I know she's one of the relatives, isn't she? Yeah. Anyways, but the, the, again, really great, uh, really great addition. Um, my final out of my five that I selected was Mr. Heckles. Ah, uh, yes. I was torn, but the other mention I will give a mention now I was torn between Mr. Heckles and Mr. Trigger because I thought I think both of these again very minor, very minor characters, but very memorable. And I think Mr. Heckles is just something else. Like again. It's one of those where he's a character that just has maybe one or two lines. They're usually pretty hilarious. But then I think the reason why I went with Mr. Heckles is because the episode when he passes away is so, it's like so moving and so poignant, especially for like Chandler who's going through again, like kind of a a self-reflection moment of him being so picky with women. He does so well at making Chandler self-reflect on his own life and life decisions because it turns out Mr. Heckles was very much like Chandler, wasn't he? like the class clown almost and just always making jokes yeah. like people in his yearbook or whatever saying how funny he was and this that and the other and he ends up being this old guy living below monica and rachel a bit of a well, bit of a recluse he brings, he brings up all these fears i think everyone has you know am i gonna die alone a boring grumpy old man you know yeah I think he highlights those fears doesn't it yeah i just think that that episode when when he does when he does uh, pass away is uh I can say it's it's got some fantastic moments, some great laugh out loud moments when they're clearing out his stuff for this, that, and the other. But that last scene when Chandler, you know, is talking to the apartment, it's empty, and he's like, like goodbye, Miss Eccles. We'll try to keep yeah. it down, and he puts the broom to one side. I think it's just, just really lovely, like a really, it's a really nice moment. Yeah. It is, and it's it's one of those because friend, there are there are these moments in. I don't know if there is a moment maybe as strong as that in terms of you know, being that poignant. Because obviously the ending is, is very emotional, don't get me wrong, the last episode of the series of Friends, last ever episode, the last one, you know, that is again very moving, very emotional. There's so many, so many roller coaster of emotions in that last episode. But I can't really think of another episode that ends in that manner, you know, the one with Miss Eccles passing away. I think it's a really touching and lovely moment. Yeah, I think you're right there, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just, on to more humorous with Miss Eccles, the one with the... Uh, 
when Marcel escapes and he's like, that's my monkey. And he's like, well, you have to take it up with the, with the judge. And he's like, that's not my monkey. The dress is my monkey, but you can send me that back whenever you want. <laughs> like it just, he's just a, just a great character. And yeah. of course, um, yeah, the actor has been in so many, I've, I've terribly, I'm terrible with acting names, but obviously he appears in like Breaking Bad and stuff as well. So yeah, yeah. Mr. Heckles, uh, what a great, what a great little character. Yeah, really good. Joe, before I, before I go, there's, there's one other character that I think I'd like to mention. He's not really a character because, well, he's more of a persona. I would like to see a bit more of Dragon. Joey's persona when he works as a waiter. Hey. I always thought that was a good little... His name's Dragon. You want to know your name? Check your hat. <laughs> we got the hat right, didn't we? <laughs> and again, he's a good little character, isn't he? He is. It's going to be a lean Christmas at the Dragon House this year. Lean, mm. lean, lean. Like, oh, yeah. I would like to see... Uh, because that's the thing as well with Joey, like he goes again. Speaking of like characters he creates, when he plays Joseph, when he works at Chandler's office, and he keeps yeah. creating all these like kids and wives, and he's got a wife or whatever, and just this whole just nonsense that he's coming out with, just to build up this like facade almost. It's uh, yeah, that that could be an episode in itself, going over Joey's different characters because there's a lot in yeah. there. But, um, <laughs> But that that's we'll, we'll leave it there, mate. I said we could we could talk for hours on on uh, on mini minor characters of friends. Oh, but the yeah. main thing is, is like you said, that they all add something to the series. They're not there for the sake of it. Even the celebrity ones, they're not in it for just a, for a paycheck or whatever. They do, no, you know, no. celebrities like Sean Penn and stuff like that. You know, they pop up in it and stuff. And uh, Anna Faris uh, later on in the series. So many, so many great names. I'm obviously going to be going over. Oh, John Favreau as well. I've, I was going to mention Pete. John Favreau's Pete. Yeah. Um, so many great names, but they all bring something. And uh, I thought if we were going to do a Friends podcast, we, this is this idea that you came up with of minor characters is just an absolutely fantastic one. And well, we've only scratched the surface because a, a million more have just appeared in my mind right now. So yeah, maybe one for another time. But yeah, I'd be definitely. well up for that, mate. I'd be well up for that. Yeah, but mate. I just want to say a massive thank you again for for joining on this uh, very special. Uh, say, I, I'm doubling this up as I say, like it's it's, it's the 80th episode. So it's not quite the hundredth, but. It is a year since I started the podcast, so it's uh, it's nice to have you on and, and to go over something that we both just love. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank it's, you. It's been ace, man. Um, before before we go, very quickly, I won't keep you. Obviously, people who know myself or, and, and yourself know that we, we do Bear Story, which is the theatre company that you set up. Was it 2012 that you set that up? Yeah, 10 years, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a little bit quiet since COVID. We've done a few bits and bobs. Obviously, we did Fringe and that before with How to Come a Doctor in 30 Minutes and such. But um, do you want to tease them about what we potentially have coming up towards the end of the year? Yeah, Yorkshire's finest crime-solving detectives are coming back for a Christmas show around December. So I'm looking forward to that. Joe, are you looking forward to ridding the world of crime and I... saving Christmas? I certainly am so excited for it, mate. I'm looking forward to to performing the, these characters again with yourself and uh, just uh, as as like a fine as like a bit of a, a plug. I thought let's get that teasing, but also of course go onto the socials, listeners, and search at We Are Bear Story. We Are Bear Story. That's the one. And or I, I think if you just search Bear Story into Facebook, but definitely on Instagram and Twitter at We Are Bear Story. Give us a like yeah. and a follow. Oh man, well, looking forward to that again. Looking forward to getting this episode up and, and aired as well. But a massive thank you for taking the time out to have a chat. It's been an absolute blast, man. And I hope listeners as well have enjoyed it. If you've got any minor characters of friends that you feel that we've not done justice or we've not spoken enough about or that you think outshine all the ones that we've mentioned, get in touch, jump on Facebook, Joe Blogs About Films, message, whatever. That'd be really appreciated. But again, thank you, Joe, mate, for joining us this evening. Thank you very much. And thank you, listeners. Take care. <laughs>